Welcome to the Evolution Show. I'm Johan Landgren. I hope you're great. Today I continue my conversation with Hans Olof Nilsson, the entrepreneur and engineer behind a one-of-a-kind solar and hydrogen powered house that has been operating off-grid for almost eight years and that is drawing a lot of attention right now. I strongly encourage you to check out part one of our conversation to learn more about this amazing house. In this episode, we talk about how this inspiring man is working on making solar and hydrogen storage an off-grid solution for the broader market, with everything from customers like IKEA to farmers, preschools, energy companies, and yes, regular house owners. Join us for an inspiring conversation, and if you appreciate the episode and you want to support the show, give it a thumbs up and consider subscribing. As always, stay ahead of the curve and stay electric. This is the Evolution Show. Welcome back to the Evolution Show, Hans Olof Nilsson. Thank you, thank you, it will be my pleasure. Yeah, we had an interesting conversation in the previous episode when we talked about your truly unique solar and hydrogen house that uh, you and your wife have developed and that is completely off-grid since almost eight years now. And I highly recommend people to check out our conversation to learn more about this very inspiring house. And I put in the descriptions below for people to go and see it. And uh, People from all over are coming to learn from this energy system in your house and uh, today I thought we could cover how you and your company Nilsson Energy, from your last name uh, Hans Nilsson, uh, making this game-changing technology available to a broader market. So not only for household but for major and uh, medium-sized companies and of course uh, regular housing. So if we start with the, the large customers you are, that are looking into this right now, I heard it, I mean I, when I heard about that IKEA have visited your house, I was curious uh, and I think people also would like to, to, under, to see, get a picture um, how the interest in hydrogen storage and off-grid housing has been. Uh, if we talk about, if we start with the, the companies. Yeah, the company Nilsson Energy was uh, founded in 2017 uh, and the reason for that was that uh, one of the many visitors that had been at our house asked, can you do a similar thing for, for us? And I did say yes, and the one that asked was a, a municipality of Mariestad, and then when I could have such a potential customer. I had, we had, with two colleagues, we started, uh, we founded Nilsson Energy. So we got the Nilsson Energy, got the first uh, um, order from them to build an hydrogen production site powered by solar. So it would be an off-grid hydrogen production site. And, and what should they use that for? Yes. Yeah, they should use it for their a filling station for hydrogen cars. The municipality, municipality had bought their refueling station and they needed hydrogen for that one. So that was uh, the start for Nilsson Energy to, to build that. And that was actually the world first off-grid 
refueling station. I mean, in Mariestad, compared with all other big <laughs> countries with, uh, you know, like US and uh, North America and Japan and Korea, etc. They mm. did it, yeah. But, okay, so uh, IKEA at least, I know that uh, some of the management has been uh, visiting your house and other uh, big uh, companies are interested, energy companies. Uh, so, so how has the interest been from, uh, yeah, for, for other companies? There has been a lot of, uh, in addition to all the private uh, people, uh, also companies have been there, like as you mentioned, IKEA and other big uh, uh, property owners. And the interest mm. is there. Uh, they can see that it works. That's what they can see when they're visiting me here. And but it do take time. I mean, you don't sell these systems like you're selling a mobile phone subscription, you know, <laughs> over the counter. It, it's the process is longer. They must take it back to the board and to other people. They look at this. What? Where, where could we implement that in our? in our company or in our buildings so but anyway it has taken off like for an example we again back to Maria Star, they built a new preschool brand new mm. preschool that will mm. that preschool will be or the system will be commissioned here during second quarter of this year so then that okay. preschool mm. Oh yeah, it, it will be such an interesting project because it's a preschool, new built, it's built mm. in, in a village where you have uh, private living, you have uh, sidewalks and uh, people are around the whole uh, mm. buildings and uh, uh, hydrogen production sites. So it will be a, a very good example to see if this can be implemented any place and see what it can yeah. do. So, uh, mm. and that is quite in that, oh, again, we are storing, mm. we will store, we haven't stored anything yet, mm. but when, mm. uh, when it will start this uh, spring, summer, they will mm. store 36,000 36, kilowatt hours or 36 megawatt of energy. Quite Wow. Uh -huh. And that, that, yeah, and will that be enough for the, uh -huh. for the, preschool to run during the winter mm -hmm. and, oh, yes. and everything. It will be yeah. also yeah. a fully self-sufficient uh, building. It's 1600 square meters big, uh, can hold 144 kids. Uh, it has a kitchen there so it can cook all the meals. So yeah, everything will be done by solar direct during summer and then during winter season uh, solar isn't enough so the fuel cell system will then support the solar to so that the house has enough of the energy to you know to all the activities to the heat pumps to the kitchen and so on yeah so it's, it yeah, be yeah. Such a and, and yeah yes and, and another example i found very interesting is uh, for farmers I, I know that uh, there's been an interest from farmers as well i think i i, I read that you you had uh, farmers uh, in on gotland interested in this kind of Hydrogen oh, yeah. storage solution in Gotland, on Gotland and in or on Gotland, yeah, and also on the mainland. And now they Gotland was very early, but now uh, farmers uh, on the mainland has also start to get interest in this. They are they. I mean, farmers do have a lot of PV panels on the roofs. They have big roofs, so they have enough of space, but 
they have also seen that, yeah, nice to produce energy, but the excess is sold out on the grid. And then every night they need to buy back energy. And, and that when they start to see, why are we doing this? Producing, selling, and then buying back. It's better to... And then they have seen what I have done or what Nielsen Energy have done in different places. So they are now asking about, uh, can you do this for us as well? And of course we can. It's just bigger. It will be more... Uh, it's scalable. It's no... It's like Lego uh, pieces, you know, you put them yeah. together, yeah, to the size yeah. you need. And yeah, and the hydrogen tank that you will use for that kind of system, for our farmers, for example, would it be this, the same kind of design you have, or would it be different, do you Quite think? different. We, like, I have these uh, cylinders, 55-liter cylinders. We don't use that any longer. That was, was I used in 2012 when I was looking for uh, storage. But no, we are using um, a glass fiber tubes installed in uh, containers, in a 20-foot containers, standard, uh, very common, most common container size, about six meters long. Uh, no, we are using that, uh, and such a container, when it's full, can hold, in the between, depending on what pressure we are storing it with, between 7,000 and 10,000 kilowatt hours of energy, quite mm. a lot. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, yes. it is. Mm. And then, in mm. addition to that, you have also the same kilowatt hours as heat, and also a, oh. a, a farm wow. need mm. heat. You know, you need always yeah, need yeah, warm water. Huh? Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, so we are using that. Uh, so that is um, the way to do it. Uh, it's it's a very handy way to have uh, the container comes then ready from the container or from the manufacture of the pressure vessels they installed in containers when it arrives it's it's ready to use yeah and we didn't mention in the previous episode but you could either if you have a container like this i guess it's just it's ready to go you could just you know come with the truck and put it on the ground and connect it with the rest of the tubing and the system the piping uh, but you could also, uh, in this case, you, you don't need to dig, uh, dig it down because it's already protected, right? From the, the container itself is, is enough, I guess, for in case of uh, the worst case scenario, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, something would happen. Yeah. The container is certified and approved, so it can be placed anywhere. I mean, on the, on the grass, uh, on, this, you know, on a parking lot or any place it can yeah. store. So it's safe. Any place, yeah. Any place, so it's safe. Yeah. No, so it's, it's a very good... When you put it together, like I did with all these cylinders, it needs to be inspected very regularly and there are a lot of main uh, looking after. You have to inspect it quite often. Mm. But this, again, a container can be placed any, anywhere and it, it's approved. You can transport it on the road uh, and you can go by ferry, etc. So it's... Uh, yeah. Smart. But if, let's say, I as a private citizen would, would like to have something like this, would you also offer it via the container solution? Would that no. be the same or would you build something different? We, uh, yeah. Now, when we are offering systems like that, the inside the container you have 9 or 11 tubes. They are 5.7 meters long. And, wow. and that could be, yeah, they could be sold one by one. So, mm. oh yeah, so one, one, one tube um, 
the energy content in one such uh, tube is uh, mm. 1200 kilowatt 1200 kilowatt hours so that's ah. quite ah. yeah so uh, let's yeah. say an average yeah. house in the, in, let's say a house in, in the size of 150 160 square meters would need mm. two maybe three depending on how mm. uh, let's say two to three cylinders yeah. and then they are done for then they they are self-sufficient during winter as well for the, for the winter time oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. but then uh, for a private house you would build some as we talked about in the previous episode you would either build some house yourself for it or you would dig these tubes down uh, for in some kind of way uh, you mean dig I it guess. down it could be placed under surface of course but if it's done you you need to have you, it must be possible to inspect them so you cannot just yeah, fully yeah. cover them you must you must be able to go down no, no. open some no. uh, covers and, and see that it looks okay mm. yeah it's not like having a key and just showing locking it up and throwing it away no, <laughs> you, you have to be able to. <laughs> no no but again no. Uh, depends on the space you have of course on your yeah, piece yeah. of property yeah so it's um, yeah mm, mm. Yeah, but it's definitely something you could do for a private citizen oh, as yeah. well. So, yeah, okay. But um, uh, recently, we have to mention your company, Nilsson Energy, launched your, launched your own product, uh, a solution for hydrogen storage and power generation called, um, let's see now, uh, RE8760. Uh, and it's, so can you tell what, what that is and how it works? That has been with us for some years, RE8760. 8760 that is our that is our energy system we are designing i mean our systems are not a shelf product it's always tailored to the need and but but they are all called re 8760 and that means renewable energy that's quite easy re and 8760 is all hours in a year so there, where that's where the name comes from. We can we can deliver renewable energy all hours in a year. So that's what it means. Re eighty seven sixty. And uh, and uh, yeah, and I understand that you is that a kind of a compressed solution. So it's kind of you ha is it a fuel cell and electrolyzer? Everything. Yeah. All the, everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So we can deliver to anyone that wants to have a an energy system uh, where sun is uh, used or could be a wind turbine also but uh, it's uh, so far it has been most sun and re8760 it's a complete solution with everything in it so it uh, so the customer have to tell us i need i need to store let's say 3500 kilowatt hours of electricity that's what i need when I'm there for, I mean, it could be a movable thing. He, he has a place where he's working two months a year or three months. Out in that place, I need to have uh, energy for 3,500 kilowatt hours of energy. And then an RE8760 is a complete, call it solution, yeah? But, and what's different with this uh, uh, RE8760 from these other things we talked about with the, fu the fuel tanks and the, uh, the, the hydrogen, se the separate hydrogen, and, and, and uh, sorry, the, the electrolyzer and the fuel cell. Is this is this something you would offer 
to the private uh, households as well, or is it more to the commercial side? Oh, it it it, it can be for um, commercials, but also private. But uh, to to do it for the private, we then mentioned costs. Some people have still not understood how important energy is, huh? so they rather spend one million Swedish crowns on a new vehicle than on an energy system. Huh? That is, but when they understand we need energy and that is the most important thing in a, in a house where you're living, then I think the mindsetting will change over time. They're talking more and more about energy now. Huh? How can we, how can we, uh, uh, you know, how can we, Produced. That's why uh, PV panels are so popular today. Everyone that has a roof will install PV panels. But again, that is step one. Then you need to store also because most PV PV panels are too big in, uh, in relation to what you are consuming when the sun is up shining. So you you should. So that's step number two. Store some energy. Start with the battery and and. Uh, Number three is store even more and use it during winter. So it goes not quick, it takes time, but uh, there is a change towards that. We need to be more and more independent. I completely agree. Uh, I just uh, wonder a little bit, could you say anything about the price for this RE8760? If let's say you want something like three, three, four thousand uh, kilowatt hours of storage within it, so to speak, in a tank. Is it uh, hard to say something about that? Is it, I mean, is it something in the ballpark of one million, one and a half, or something like that? Or um, We have done uh, calculations where, to, for example, a builder will do 20 to 25 single houses for 25 families then. They could then have, uh, they are then looking for a central local energy system for these 20 houses, so uh, to be fully independent of any grid and so on. And if you do that amount, um, if you have such a central system, we are talking about, again, Swedish crown is very weak today, but it's about 80, it would be in a rate of an 85,000 euros per house. Mm. Not a lot, so it's below yeah. 1 million Swedish crowns, for sure. Ah. Oh. Mm. Fantastic. And it, yeah, it just, sorry. Yeah, mm. And if you want to do one, only one whole house today, um, the same size, uh, 1550 to 160 square meter house, well built, insulation and so on, we, we, are, we, we end at the price of about 100, uh, 1.3 million Swedish cars, or 130,000 euros. Yeah, but that's uh, totally doable. I mean, oh, I think yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's not. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think many would expect a much higher price. Yeah. To be honest, I think it's. Uh, no, it, it's so it, yeah, it, it's mm. there. But mm. again, it, it, it's a bit. Let's say so far, all the house companies they are competing mm. with each other, of course, and yeah. and uh, and uh, no one of these will not even mention this because they are afraid that if they suggest, let, let's see here, an energy system that could uh, make you self-sufficient will cost and no, they, they won't, that will of course be more expensive than the, the competition that have a standard basic electrical system connected to the grid. So it's, 
the mindsetting must change, so the customer must ask for it. They must go to the house supplier. I want to be self-sufficient. Yeah. But that's why we do this conversation, Hans. I hope many, many people will watch this. And, uh, and I, I, that's the purpose of my channel is also to, to spread awareness and uh, to inspire people. And I, I really hope this is something I really personally uh, am inspired by and uh, something I definitely consider for my own house. Uh, my house will be uh, as far as possible self-reliant and I will design it from the beginning. To, to be able to, to expand my system after I learn how my system works, my, my, my regular um, energy uh, system, uh, I will prepare it for your kind of system. So uh, I will definitely, and I hope people can, and when, so I will tell people how I do my house and uh, I will also tell them uh, that I consider your system and when I hopefully install it, I will tell them that as well. So I, I encourage people to check, check out what I'm doing on my channel on that. But uh, today we have to mention something a little bit. Uh, I know that there are also, there is a lot of, uh, there are police and emergency rescue, rescuers, I think, that are interested in, in kind of emergency power. Mm -hmm. And I think you, you are helping with that too. Yes, we also have, uh, in addition to this, or E8760 energy systems complete for a building, for an example, or so. Uh, we have uh, backup power systems. It's a, we all know we all know diesel generators. That is common, was common, and still are common for emergency purposes. But we introduced here in late December last year a fuel cell generator. It's powered by hydrogen. And that has created a lot of interest, not from private individuals, but from companies uh, then that need backup power as an emergency system. And as you mentioned, yes, uh, rescue uh, organizations like ambulances, uh, firefighters, or, uh, all these um, important functions, they have an interest of that and the thing is that what makes it so interesting is that they can produce the, the fuel themselves they can produce the hydrogen on the terminal where they are located they don't need to buy diesel fuel or any other uh, fossil uh, energy and uh, it is yes and we have been on a uh, we, we have been out showing it in, uh, in a couple of places and there will be many, many more places uh, where we will um, take the generator and, uh, and of course, uh, uh, run it and see how it uh, produces. I mean, it's in a way, it's like a diesel generator. You, you can hear the noise and the smoke and all that. Well, here it's mm. dead quiet. It can, yeah. you, you can keep it inside. I could have yeah, and you, yeah. It's, yeah. It's the, and you're not reliant on diesel. I have no, to mention that. No. I mean, uh, let's think about the military, oh, for yeah. example. I mean, a Swedish military or anyone mm. else. I mean, uh, that's a perfect application to to be somewhere remotely. You need power, uh, and yeah. But finally, I, we've talked talked so much, and I, I don't want to keep you more. But finally, I just want to hear. A little briefly, if you can say, what do you think about the future for this technology? If you would say something about for two things, like first of all, for the energy market, what kind of, um, how do you see this could change the energy market for solar and wind, for example? And could you say something about 
for, for let's say housing and commercial buildings. Just briefly, if you look maybe five years ahead. I mean, we're installing, not we, but here in Sweden, uh, more and more wind power is installed and also solar, but the wind is of course the majority and to make wind and solar energy and uh, let's say and reliable as a, re a reliable energy source we need to we need to store it because we cannot control the wind and the sun and uh, in and because of that we must when they are producing we need to store it to be an, an uh, usable when the need is there and that will happen we we are, there will be systems uh, designed and built to store wind and solar so that will we will see it maybe not in five but between five and ten years time we have a lot of renewable wind and sun stored and then used during days like today for an example winter time when you have outage, uh, I mean, there you will still have problems with the grids or different reasons. You can start up mm. your uh, fuel cell driven generator. It's such, it will, we will see it. So that will make a difference. Yeah. What has come here, let's say the last year or last six months is all these that are built today, logistic centers, building these big buildings with big roofs again. They have started since uh, one or two years back to in install uh, PV panels on the roof, but they are also there. Why? What can we do? What more can we do than just uh, deliver energy to the uh, to ourselves, but then the grid? Mm. Well, that is to mm. store energy to help the grid in the region, so they can by having its own energy inside the four walls, they can disconnect its. Uh, it's a uh, load on the grid and tell the grid company hey I can get I can disconnect for three hours if you need the, the power we normally take or and that has been is a huge interest that with all that energy they are producing they can store some of it so they are so they have for an example we go we do have these questions we want to have seven days of independence if there's a problem we will have seven days of energy to maintain normal business in the in the building. Huh? Not 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 fully off grid, but for an, no yeah. no. Mm. But it's a it's a first step, oh, and, yeah, and we is. can see how how long it can go. Mm. I, I'm sure it will be a step by step process, it, it uh, and oh. dif different different customers, different uh, needs, and, mm -hmm. and so on. Yeah. But uh, uh, thank you so much, mm -hmm. Hans. It's been super interesting. Uh, I hope people watch this and get inspired. And uh, I encourage people to check what you have done. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll put in links to, oh, yeah. to Nielsen mm -hmm. Energy. And uh, uh, and yeah, and I, maybe we can talk in the future. Oh, see yeah, where, sure. where you've been. We have a lot of where things. We have a lot of things going on. So mm -hmm. it probably could be yeah. some talk about that. Yeah. 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 Again, thank you so mm -hmm. much, Hans. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. That was all for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation as much as I did. Tell me what you think about Hans Olof Nilsson's off-grid solutions in the comments below. Where do you see the biggest potential for the use of solar and hydrogen storage? Hans Olof is probably coming back to the Evolution Show, so feel free to ask many questions below so I can ask him next time. As always, before you go, if you'd like to support the show, give it a thumbs up and consider subscribing. 
Next up will probably be another amazing solar solution I'm considering for my own energy house that I'm designing. So stick around for that. I hope to see you next time.